Hello and welcome to episode 319 of How About This. little podcast that almost didn't but then did and now is now is it's uh attentive listeners would know that uh the last podcast i was super psyched about doing a birthday podcast yeah Um, happy birthday to you friday the february 12th was my was my birthday and i i couldn't spend i couldn't think of a better way to kick off than my birthday than with my two best friends having a chat and a laugh like festival of geary was going to kick off with episode 319 and why not and, so uh, did because we didn't do the podcast. Does that mean you didn't have a birthday? So yeah, you yeah, just stay, yeah, the, yeah. You I stay, stay yeah. the same age now. <laughs> yeah, I'm 18 again. If it's we not verified the on the podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we found it. Found a view. <laughs> Don't podcast on our birthdays. Uh, Skip and that so, week. Uh, Thursday night, you you guys would have got a little ping from me. Yes, uh, yes on, we did. on your phone attached with a, a, a picture, and in that mm, picture yes. was was what uh, fill in the vistas. It was, it was like, a. It was your arm, yeah. like your forearm, Seven, close up on lying on the road. Yeah, <laughs> next to a twitch, smoldering but, wreck. No, it, it was one bad. of those live photos. So the hand was like twitching slightly. <laughs> you see, it was on a twitching loop. No, it was your hand clearly in a hospital with a hospital band across the thing saying Jason Geary with your yeah, details, yep. and it's right. like what? Yeah, and you're like, oh, I can't do the podcast. Great. Like I can't do the podcast tomorrow. I'll talk to you. Like, I'll talk to you when I get out of the ER. And you're wearing a band, and I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Way to be secretive. This is not the time for sizzle. I'm thinking, no, Jason, no. this is not the time for sizzle. <laughs> That's what you send to the business. You send that to us. Yeah. You're like, hey guys, this is exactly what's happened. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we just like, I'll tell you when I get out of the yeah. It's like when I when I got detained when I was trying to go to New Zealand with you guys, and I just sent a message to Mary going. Everything's okay. I've been detained. Don't call me. <laughs> and she's like, and so she's just like going, "Oh my god, like drug mule, drug mule." But they didn't reach high enough up my butt to find it. So Deny all, all knowledge. Right. Deny all knowledge of knowing me. You it's never met me under the bed. Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> and so yes, so uh, Thursday evening, uh, I finished work in the afternoon. Started uh, looking forward towards my my birthday. Had nothing in the window in between, and uh, and so I drove home. It was a hot day. Uh, I'd been teaching all day with a mask on, uh, and I hadn't really uh, been looking after myself in terms of uh, of liquids. I'd, I'd had a, a iced coffee, uh, just a black coffee on ice. Ice, you know, a, a Pepsi Max uh, throughout the day. So I was taking in liquids, but I wasn't having a lot of water or anything like that. Um, and then, uh, so I started driving home. I also had a bagel at lunchtime from a new place and it was fairly rich. It was mm-hmm. a, uh, feta bagel. Um, and it, it was filling, but it, it had a very creamy mayonnaise on it. And I was like, mm, well, now we're getting that. the facts. We're getting oh, all the facts. Oh, I didn't hear that. That's rock so, hard facts. And so anyway, I left, I left the, uh, studio, uh, feeling fine. I uh, had finished my day of teaching, uh, educating young minds. Just high-fiving yourself birthday. as you go. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I'm like, this is great. Let's You've get home. It. Let's start looking forward to tomorrow. Maybe get I can started. even give myself a pre-birthday treat. 
oh. you know, and and so let I'm driving the festival home. of Geary commence. I'm driving home on, on the uh, on the freeway, and I started listening to a new podcast, and it was about um, oh. your oh, if you could new information. Uh, if you could, what meal would you uh, like? What is your perfect meal? And it's with um, James A. Caster and Ed Gamble, and it's a, a an amusing thing. And they were interviewing. I think um, we've talked. I think we've had that exact discussion on this podcast as part yeah. of maybe the Love Club or something. What your perfect meal is? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And definitely. so uh, ice yes. cream. So I started listening to an Ainsling Ainsley Ainsley B Ashling B Ashling B. Um, who uh, is in that show with Paul Rudd and a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, she was talking. Uh, she's an Irish comedian. And she's on all of the panel shows yeah, yeah. as one of the token comedi- uh, female comedians that they oh, allow right. into, <laughs> into, into those, the studio. Yeah, into yeah. the boys club. Yeah. And so uh, so I was listening to her talking to with them and she was telling a story about um, uh, prawns and day-old prawns and having to tidy them, like clean them up. And, and they're all like going, uh, uh, like as I'm hearing. So, so inadvertently I was listening to this and I, I got stuck into traffic on the way home. Like I was stopped starting on the freeway and it was a hot day, but the car was cool because I had the air conditioner on. And and I just started, I just started Fancy. feeling a little, just started feeling a bit, not right. Like I was like, oh, I think I'm getting a bit car sick here. You know, that's that's no. okay. And then all uh, of a sudden, car sick. When do you ever get car sick? As oh, well, sometimes in traffic, you know, oh, stop you, start. Stop I'm like, yeah, yeah. But your not- car does have a big engine in a small car. Like it's, there's a lot of talk there. It's like put the thing <laughs> it's, down. It's like. Ugh. And so Ugh. it's it's not. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't bad, but uh, I, I was starting to feel. It. And then and then it just like all of my skin started tingling and i don't know whether there was a reaction to whatever stimulus not Kiel's body fuels uh, no it was not kills <laughs> it was not the kills tingle it was the was it uh, your guardian angel trying to protect you maybe, maybe. It was your guardian angel giving you a hug saying everything's going to be all right jason maybe uh, i was there thinking maybe it was my heart about to give out like oh. that's I was like, doesn't your skin tingle when you're going to have a heart attack? And I that don't sounds, feel that sounds like a Dr. Google fact. <laughs> uh, you've been you've been googling heart attacks in uh, symptoms, and it's it's always a rabbit hole, Jason. Uh, and so I I got uh, tingly skin, and I was like, oh fuck, this is this is bad. And then my head started spinning, and I started getting like really dizzy. And I was still on the freeway at this point. Uh, two you and th- freeways, man, three, and your yeah. car. Three lanes over, it was bumper to bumper traffic, and I'm like, I think I need to throw up. Like I'm no. really dizzy, and so. And then I thought, uh, and then I was like, oh, I don't know what this impulse is. Is it throw up or do I need to shit myself right now? Like I do was both. just always do both. Sometimes well, get it trying, out as quick as you can. I was trying. I was trying not to, but wanted to do both. So I started oh, going. Wow. I started sweating. And everything's still uh, dizzy. And then I was like, I was like, okay, I need to breathe through this. So I started going <sighs> like this, right? And I started breathing through it while I was trying the world not to spin and run into other cars in bumper to bumper traffic, heading towards the nearest exit. I get off at the nearest exit, which takes me about five minutes of just painful, almost throwing up in my car, like going. Huh? And like that, and, and, and but it's gross. not that sound, is it? That sound came out of your mouth. It's the sound that comes from down in your belly. Yeah, that's just tra- that travels through your mouth. And I like think I'm fucking dying. Oh. I'm having a heart attack or a, or a stroke or something. And and um and so I open the windows like out of panic. And then all the hot air comes in the car. Oh, damn it! Like, that was a <laughs> that was a dumb thing to do. And I, I finally get a, across the street. 
Uh, there's a Dan Murphy's um, where uh, where I got off the freeway. <laughs> Damn it! I'm gonna get hurt. So I pulled off. I pulled off into the Dan Murphy's car park, and I opened my door, and I basically fell out of my door and crawled onto the grass in front of the thing. To, and- into the Dan Murphy's, got a six pack of <laughs> Murphy's Murphy's lager. Start back out of Dan Murphy's. Early. Happy birthday! It was a, it was a gigantic car park because it was MFEs in a hotel. So uh, where oh, I parked, shit. there was no one else around. Like no one could, right. no one could see me crawling out of my car. <laughs> and so I got there, and I'm trying to throw up, and I can't, can't stand up, and I can't sit up. I'm just lying on oh. the grass. Ants are starting to crawl on me, and I'm like, <laughs> ah, we got one. They're calling all their friends. We got a live one here. I'm like, I'm sense, we will eat tonight. And they right, can sense the dying. By this stage, uh, uh, without me realizing it, I'd also hyperventilated myself and uh, because of all the breathing and my yeah. blood pressure was wildly swinging. So anytime I moved my body, uh, I would almost pass out and that would freak me out even more. And I tried was Lamar's breathing. I was literally saying, <laughs> I was literally saying to myself out loud, I'm going to die in a Dan Murphy's car park on that night before my birthday. I think it's poetic. I think it's beautiful. And so uh, I I called Sam and then I was like, she was like, hi. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) she's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I can't. I just, I can't. And she's like, call an ambulance now. Turn on, find your phone. I'll find you. And I just so I'm trying to turn on my phone, my phone. <laughs> then I can't even look at my phone or focus. And I called the ambulance, and um, and I I went through the ambulance phone call like by myself. So <laughs> like fire ambulance or police. I'm like ambulance, <laughs> ambulance. <laughs> she's like, sure, I'll just put you through. <laughs> and, and so I get there. We've got at, a two at, for one special today. You can also <laughs> have fire for free. <laughs> And they're like, uh, put it on ambulance. What's wrong? I can't feel. I'm hurting my body. I'm dizzy. Tingle, I'm was, tingling. I'm like, Do you use Kill's body fuel? <laughs> I'm in Dan Murphy's car park. And they're like, yep, we've got, we found a crew. It's on its way. And so uh, Sam arrives. The ambulance arrives 45, 50 minutes later, like a long time later. What? And I was like, I was. there were times there I was just like, I can't. I just can't. I managed to. Pick they assessed, up. that lady knew they said he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna last 50 minutes at least um and i picked myself up uh got the ants off of me put myself in the passenger seat of my car i've got ants on my pants <laughs> and uh what's your emergency ants in my pants and i just <laughs> I couldn't move i couldn't do anything anytime i tried Fucking to move hell, it's bad. I, I, like the world would spin even more and, yeah. I, and the world's and that, always spinning, Jason. That's uh, just a non-negotiable fact. You just became me. aware of it. It was yeah. spinning around me. Like Your flat was- <laughs> theories have no place anymore on this podcast. And so uh, the ambulance got there, took my blood pressure, and it was uh, uh, low and swinging wildly and uh, took my blood sugar, so it wasn't a diabetic thing. Uh, they they put me in the back of an ambulance. They gave me a vertigo um, uh, shot. To stop my dizziness. What's a vertigo shot? I know. And why didn't is that? Where was my vertigo shot when I threw up on a fucking aeroplane and sat in bed for a week, not just staring at one spot on the wall so I didn't fall over? Gotta call the ambulance, Carl. Jesus. Yeah. I'm gonna call the wind up on the aeroplane because you were incredible. Oh, I know. I was going to say because you were very hungover, but we've we've discussed this, and there was a lot going on, and it was more than that. And I apologise for not remembering the facts. (laughs) It was it was alcohol and a virus combined. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so, but a vertigo um, shot couldn't have hurt. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Oh, and we and it's you're on a plane. What's in a vertigo shot? I don't know, Those- but it takes an hour to work. I'll tell you that. Oh. Uh, so the ambulance trip was uh, was like a nightmare gravitron ride at the show. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, so they took me to they took me to Box Hill. I felt every bump, every swing of the the inertia. It was not good. Um, they were like, "You can throw up if you want to." I'm like, "I would love to throw up or shoot myself right now. I mm. just can't." So <laughs> uh, and so I get there. Uh, no, 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 no. We said throw up. Not shit yourself. Yeah. Do not shit yourself. <laughs> and ah, we, we get there, myself. we get to Box Hill Emergency Room, <laughs> and uh, they take me in and they like hand over to the nurses, and they're like, cool, all right, we'll get you through. We'll just pop this on. And it was like all action stations. And they got my wristband on, and they, they took me into ER, and then they parked me next to the uh, admissions desk for three and a half hours. Um <laughs> Because they know, they already know that you're gonna, you're not gonna die. They've already sussed yeah. it out. They know before you know. Yeah. They can't tell you that because they know that you'll just be like, I am gonna die. And so I after, after about they check an your hour, body, they check your body, and there were no ants there, and they're like, Oh no, he's gonna yeah. make it. If he had ants on him, that means he's, he's yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't taken just me. Off. There were five or six other people on on gurneys with really? ambulance crews. Now the thing is, and this is this is, a COVID thing though? No. Is this related big no, hospital packed out or no I mean the the emergency room was packed out and so they couldn't admit anyone. Um and they had to rank admissions obviously of course. If right. Were. But there were five, six other people in the hallway as well. Um so two were there before me, a few came in after me and and the thing is the ambulance crew can't leave until they admit you to hospital, right? They love oh, it. So, this is their time to shine. So this about their time. So about an hour into it, I start like leveling out, and because the the things taking control, my my blood pressure is coming back to normal, and I start leveling out. And the very harsh reality of my situation, which is being in some sort of hospital purgatory, uh, <laughs> sitting in a very loud hallway uh, with you know. A whole bunch of shit going on around me. Like there were, you know, there, there were all level of society in there. Um, <laughs> hospitals. Uh, hospitals, hospitals, they're hectic. People escorted in by police, and oh. uh, and and they were also being, uh, you know, had to wait to get admitted and stuff like that. It was, and luckily, I just happened to have my AirPods in my pocket. Like oh. I didn't have anything else. I didn't have my glasses or anything because I got whisked away from the ambulance, so I could at least. Um, listen to podcasts. I didn't listen to the food podcast anymore. Nah. (laughs) I learned my lesson. (laughs) Prawns. Um, And so, uh, so yeah, so basically the whole time that happened, I had no logic about the situation. I was inside it. It was hideous and awful. And I legitimately thought something terrible was happening to me. And, um, and it was the worst. You went to my childhood hospital. Box Hill hospital was where I went with all of my broken bones and everything. That was the, that was the big hospital where you, and that oh, was nice. I've like still got a, a picture of you on the wall there, Rick. Yeah. Oh, mate, I, I was there plenty of times. It was good. Oh, but the, the car ride to um to Box Hill Hospital was always the worst because it's like maybe half hour drive from my childhood home. Yeah. And I was always going there with broken arms or, you know, Shit. smashed legs and yeah. and just fuck it's, fuck it's a long car ride when you've got a broken <laughs> arm yeah and the shock's starting to wear off and the the the, the haunting pain is starting to creep in yeah. and you don't have the cuz you're just in your mum's car you don't have the little blue bloody magic stick to suck oh, on oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And so, uh, and so, yeah. So essentially, what we established happened was this: I, I felt sick uh, for some reason, maybe car sick, maybe a little dehydrated. Prawn podcast, maybe, uh, maybe prawn prawn podcast. podcast, a little perfect storm there. Uh, then uh, hug from uh, your guardian angel. <laughs> Then uh, I, uh, we don't know what really caused the lightheadedness, but it could have been just a like a reaction to me feeling sick. Like mm. uh, this is not, this doesn't feel right. Just modern um, life. And then it was then it was just a huge snowball situation. So Ants. I started having a panic <laughs> attack, an anxiety attack. Mm. Um, the anxiety attack led to me wanting to expel everything from my body and get yep. out of the car. It's the best um, thing. And then, uh, and so, uh, then when I was trying to control my breathing, I hyperventilated myself, uh, which, <laughs> Learn to breathe. which well, I thought I was doing a good job of it. I was you like, fucked it. You I was breathing it. into my diaphragm, but I was like, use your theater training. You fucking, I, I was know. using my theater training. Well, was, problem. You, they trained was, you wrong. They trained was, you bad. I was breathing too good. Oh, uh, I hyperventilated myself. Yeah. You had to breathe. You got to breathe slowly, gently through your nose, in and yeah. out through your nose. When you're breathing, like, like that's that Wim Hof breathing or that Tumo breathing, like that yogic breathing sort of thing. Where I think it's called inner fire, where mm. you hyperventilate yourself and then you well, expel thanks, the Mr. air. Miyagi. I didn't have you in my head just then when I was freaking the fuck you out. Did I? You could have called my number. I'm sure I'm on speed dial. <laughs> you Go, called Sam. You called an ambulance, but you didn't yeah. call Carl. <laughs> There's your first mistake. Jason, are there ants nearby? Yes. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not take the ants off you when you go to hospital. <laughs> and so, so yeah, so I hyperventilated, which uh, messed with my bl- uh, blood pressure and equilibrium. And uh, and that's why anytime I tried to move, I almost passed out, which, again, made me think I was going to die. And, Classic uh, spiral. And, yeah, and anxiety and re- rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And it just got bigger and bigger until I was immobilized and literally could move any part of my body and uh, thought I was just going to sweat out and die in a Dan Murphy's car park. Oh, uh, now, I, know we I know we're laughing about that, but that is like, it's that feeling. Cause I had that last year with where well, I thought it was my heart and it turned out I've got like a weird dive. You know, I was having a spasming, a suffocus or trachea or something, yeah. <laughs> but I was going to sleep and it would, and it would like do these big kind of like things. And I was like, as I go to sleep, it's like, oh, fuck, I'm about to die. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's just. And also, and then, and I was in a Dan Murphy's car park and, and it yeah. was the night before my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to die the night before my birthday. That's like, everyone's going to say, oh, it was the night before his birthday. Like, that's not a that's not a way to go. No, oh, it's not, a good talking point. You know, it's, oh, it's great. That's a good icebreaker at your wake. <laughs> <laughs> Cars would have been driving past going, Geez, that guy's so alcoholic. Why is that? He's like, look at yeah, him. He can't even stand can't up. Even just, get out of Dan Murphy. He can't Murphy's. even get into the Dan Murphy's. <laughs> well, there was, as I say, I pulled up, probably foolishly, I pulled up in a part of the car park where no one was. Like, it was the bottom part of the hotel car park because I just thought I needed some space and, yeah, you did, and calm. Yeah, you did what you could. And, and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so no one, no one came to check on me because no one really saw me down there. Like it was, mm. uh, even though the the Dan Murphys in the hotel were busy up in the top part, I was in like a bottom part of the car park. And you know so, what? There was like a convention going on in one of those rooms, and it was break time, and they were all just looking out the window at you <laughs> while they're eating their tiny sausage rolls and their tiny cupcakes. And so I get checked, finally get checked in. And by this stage, I'm feeling okay. And they do all the tests on me and they're constantly, you know, doing all the things. They're doing all the stroke tests on me, mm-hmm. uh, which was a little triggering as well because I've seen them do them on dad 
so much and my dad's mm. had a, a few strokes as well but you know push on this touch your nose uh follow my finger push with your legs all that sort of stuff and i i had that done several several times once i'd been checked in and then i got assigned a, a student doctor <laughs> hey, they've got to learn they've got to learn part of the process he was all doctors were student doctors to start with yeah and I don't mind that. I actually don't mind that at all. Except like Doogie the, Howser. I don't think Doogie Howser was ever a student doctor. He just went straight to doctor. I think he was just a doctor. He was yeah. born a doctor. Yeah. 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 In he's his whites. He just came genius. out in his whites. And so, and this this kid, he was a kid. He, he was lovely. And and uh, he was like, okay, yeah, I think this, maybe, you know, this is what happened, but I'll just check with the Sir, the did doctor. you have ants on you? <laughs> Um, and, and so, uh, yeah, he was, he was quite nice. Uh, and, um, all the nurses were like super matter of fact and stuff and, and they were really supportive of him and it was really nice. And then they said, oh, look, we'll just get the actual doctor to come in and, and confirm what we think. That's and what they is, say. We'll just get the real doctor. Yeah, this is like, <laughs> oh, after so hours. come on, you guys. Stop and I, me. Power, yeah. and I uh, like as they checked me in, I was like, I got taken out of the main emergency bit and just around the corner, um, in still an emergency ward, but not like in the the main square of it. Um, and uh, and so I was like, oh, cool, it's a little quieter around here. And then the guy next to me, uh, and I apologize for anyone listening to uh, this on earphones, was like. Rah! like all the time and i was like thank goodness for my airpods so i just jacked him in and and listened to some music and and tried to relax and and chill out and finally the doctor turns up and i tell you what he was the weirdest fucking doctor i've ever met in my life (laughs) he was very tall lanky white man with gray gray back hair kind of like yours car but more gray on the side yeah and and i don't know if he I don't know if he recognized me or if he just saw the tattoos on my arm or whatever, but all of a sudden I felt like he felt he had to be cool. <laughs> He's like, hey. <laughs> and so I've got, I've got this weird doctor. I've got this child standing next to him and this weird giant tall doctor going, hey, man, whoa, looks like you just freaked out there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be groovy now, though, cool cat. That sounds like you were having a fever dream. Oh, no. I was like, is this part of it? <laughs> I never went to hospital. They were was all the just ants dressed. The, yeah. Was the tall guy the giant from Twin Peaks? Yes. The tall guy was just ants in a trench coat. Wow. <laughs> and so he's like, yeah, you had a panic. And so he laid out what I laid out to you. He said, this is what I I'm going to lay it out for you, brother. Yeah. And he's like, and then he's like, we've all had it, man. We've hey, all had it. He's what? like, we've been remember. there, man. <laughs> this is the story you told. He goes, I remember it happened to me, man. I was at a music festival and I was like, <laughs> I had some and I'm, I'm desperately <laughs> trying to keep a straight face, right? And he's like, and I can see the kid next to him standing slightly behind him. And the kid's face is like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> and my face, I'm trying not to show what the fuck is going on right now. Because at this point, it's 11.30 and I'm desperate to get out of hospital by my birthday i don't want to be in hospital on my birthday yeah so yeah. they've mentioned that I'm, I'm doing okay they'll just check the doctor and then if the doctor says okay i can get out of there and so i'm like cool and then so now i've got a goal in mind like i'm getting impatient and the doctor's no, there you, you want to be outpatient 
Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Shut it down. Game's <laughs> over, guys. Nothing's stopping that. <laughs> so he goes, yeah, man, it happened to me. I was at a music festival and, and you know, I just, uh, I went down to the, I went down to, <laughs> I think oh, he said, no. he think he, I think he said, I, you know, I had some stuff and I went down to the. Oh, band. he thinks you, he thinks you had some bad drugs. I don't know. <laughs> And uh, well, there's nothing in my system. Like they checked, like they took blood and stuff like that. There's nothing, nothing. Maybe he thinks you just had like a little smoky dokey. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and uh, he said, "I remember the first time I had a panic attack." And and um, he said, because uh, he was trying. The point he was trying to make was, I didn't recognize the symptoms, but someone uh, would him would like would recognize the symptoms. Uh, and because I didn't recognize the symptoms, it, it looped. And he yeah. said, "So I was down by this uh, dam, and I started freaking out, and I felt myself." starting to hyperventilate my skin tingling but all i did was go over to the water and just look at my face in the reflection and mm. that calmed me down <laughs> and then he turned into a flower <laughs> i think that was uh that was the the, the dam on murphy's farm that was the dam murphy's yeah that's, that's where he was and so, and so, yeah, he's like, so you know, now on if it happens, you'll recognize this, the signals. And oh, thanks, uh, Doc. And, and, yeah, <laughs> and and he but, said, I think I'm happy for you to go. And and I'm like, cool. Carry a said, hand so, mirror wherever you go. Carry a hand mirror so you can just look at yourself. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's gonna be water. Like, Carry a bowl of water. A bowl of water. Look at your reflection. I mean, that is good life advice yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you yeah. can stay hydrated. You can have a True. little sip every now and again. Which, yeah. Which was yeah. part of the problem. Which was part of the yeah. problem. Yeah. Um. And so, so he goes, yeah. Look, you can leave now, or they just bought me a little sandwich or uh, and some water. He said, or oh, you can happy have your- birthday. Yeah. <laughs> He said, "Oh, you can have your sandwich and and go in half an hour." And I'm like, "Half an hour in half an hour, it's my birthday, so I want to go now." And he's like, "Cool, you can just go now." And then he and the young doctor left, and I'm like, "What? Do I just leave the hospital now? <laughs> like, what do I do? What's the protocol? Well, it's the protocol." And so I sat there watching the clock, watching my birthday getting closer, going, "What do I?" What do I do? And like when I got there, nurses all over the place. After yeah. the doctor left, not a one, not inside. Yeah. The only people walking by were cleaners and people complaining about how busy it was. Like, <laughs> no, no, no one, no one. Yeah, it was just like it was insane. Town. And um, and so I'm I'm looking around for the nurse button, and I can't find it. And, it. and I'm like, there's a wall full of buttons here, and I don't know if I press one if I'm going to release gas or press them all. Or just, <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> and so i start looking around and i think i went that maybe looks like the the, the button <laughs> so, jesus go <laughs> black <laughs> and so i press it and the light goes on out front of my thing i'm like oh thank god like but there was a good five minutes where i was like do know <laughs> and then i went fuck it i'm gonna do it and so the nurse came and i said hey the doctor came and he said i could go right now if i wanted to and she's like really I don't believe you. <laughs> and she said, I'll go check with the doctor. I'm like, cool. Yeah, you do that. And so she had to go find him. And uh, and I got checked out of hospital just, just before midnight. Like, so, so she basically come back and said, off you go. And I was like, and, I, and she just showed me to the exit. I didn't assign anything to get out. She was like, straight out the door. If I had to do any paperwork or anything, I would have been there on my birthday. Dang. So then I was feeling well enough that Sam came to pick me up. She drove me to where I left my car. I got in my car. I drove it the rest of the way home. 
put on a porn um, podcast, start uh, having symptoms. Yeah, and so uh, I was a wreck the next morning. Uh, obviously, yeah. I was. I was. I wouldn't have been a very good <laughs> podcast. I wouldn't have been able to tell this story with any energy. So that's why we didn't have a Jason's birthday podcast. No, uh, and so then on your podcast. Melbourne locked down again. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry, on your birthday. Yeah, that was the gift. And and the, the, the shit thing about that was Sam and I hadn't made any bookings anywhere to go out for my birthday dinner, right? right and I was feeling good and I was alive. So we were like, <laughs> let's go out for dinner tonight. Let's celebrate before lockdown. But guess what? Every other motherfucker in Melbourne were like, let's oh. go out for dinner before lockdown. Yeah. So we could not get it. We searched for a place to eat for two and a half hours. There yeah, was yeah. just, we couldn't get in anywhere. And of course there's seating limits everywhere, but every place was full. We finally found a place after going to two different like shopping centers. Was it Hungry Jack's? Did you go no, to Hungry Jack's? No, we were just like, we are not going was to it like- Hog's Breath? No, no, we're not going to anywhere <laughs> like that. We were, we were just like, no way. The no Cuckoo way. Restaurant in the Dandenongs. So, oh, the Cuckoo. Oh, classic. We, um, yeah. So we ended up at a, a nice Italian place, which was good, but we only went to wait to get in there as well. Like it was a clusterfuck because mm. every person wanted to go. I just yeah. wanted to go get a palmy and a pot down at the local pub and yeah. we, we turned into the car park of the local pub and it was full. I've never seen that car park full, but it was full and it's a big car park. Like it goes yeah. for ages. And I was just like, uh, so that's not happening. And yeah. it's so, yeah, it's so yeah. dumb because you're going to, it's just a time thing. They've, yeah. they've picked an arbitrary time to say, this is when we're locking down. So it, basically, from that moment, you shouldn't be doing anything really. And the premier, I saw the thing, the premier was saying, just don't go out. Yeah. And then one of the parents on our parents group thing said, hey, should we all go out and try and grab a drink somewhere? And it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's we're locking down just because it starts at this time. And sure, most of us aren't going to get it or anything like that. But it's like, just yeah. don't be Every dicks. place was like, as soon as the lockdown was announced, we got booked out. Like yeah. every place. And they're like, we can give you a table Crazy. at 10 o'clock. Like, it was just, yeah. it was nuts. So One uh, of the um, parents sent a video because they were they work near Carlisle Street in um, East St Kilda and Blair Cliver. And um, just like a panning shot around the street. It was like a street party. Like, yeah. they were just, it was packed. Like, yeah. people off the, spilling out of places onto the street. You know, yeah. it's just like, yeah, dumbos. Yeah. So that's my story. So we didn't do a birthday podcast, but. I did see on the on the Facebook today, amongst the total lack of news uh, there, that uh, that it is Luke Atchison's birthday. Luke Atchison! Luke Atchison! A long-time listener. So, yeah, so we're still doing a birthday podcast. Yeah. It's just not mine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's always someone's birthday. <laughs> I had a, yeah. I, I had a um, thought when you were telling your story about the doctor telling you that weird story. When I was in... Um, year 10 in geography we're doing our geography exam and our teacher is an american guy and he's just sitting there at the front of the desk writing and then at one point he just looks up and just starts talking to us and he's like i remember when i was younger i was in a car accident with my friends and then he'd like pause for ages and he'd be like and the car killed a man on the road and (laughs) decided to hide the body car with the next safety barrier and (laughs) I was upside down in the car with my friends, just contemplating my life. And it just like went on like that. And, and people are starting to look around and like, what the fuck is happening? Like, 
what what are we we're supposed to be doing an exam and he's telling this really deep story <laughs> about the about life and meaning and oh it was so weird yeah weird oh, did i, I hear share, the rest of that story did i share the link uh of in and of itself he died ricky died in the accident oh yeah, yeah. It was it Bruce wasn't, Willis. It, it was wasn't really a teacher. It was the ghost of the teacher. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it was. So he was the best damn dead. teacher we ever had. Ghost teacher. Um, <laughs> the sequel. Did I share the link with you guys to In and of Itself, the one-man show? No. Oh, you did, but I haven't watched it because it said okay, an hour cool. and a half, and I'm like, man. Dude. Uh, I'll, I'll, I know. I'll, I'll be, uh, if I didn't send it to you, I'll send you the link uh, and put it in the chat. I, I you send I, it to the nerds, Fred. Oh, okay. I thought I put yeah. it in clan chat. I'll, I'll put it in yeah. clan chat as well. Uh, it's amazing. And that's all I want to say. So I'll um, uh, I'll send you the link and then we can talk about it once everyone's seen it. Sweet. Um, Sounds good. But yeah, it's an amazing one-man show. A film broad, filmed off-Broadway show. They filmed like a dozen performances and edited it together. It's directed nice. by Frank Oz. Um, oh, wow. And uh, it is uh, just amazing. So uh, I'm going to leave you with that. Little sizzle. Uh, if anyone else can find In and Of Itself or, um, yeah, uh, then uh, watch it because it is good. Swanky thanks. Let's have some facts. Mm. Had no facts. Uh, let's have some random facts. 40 minutes of, of life-challenging um, stories. <laughs> Near-death experience. Yeah. Oh, let's let's start with a Bill Murray fact. It's a simple oh, one. Um, Bill, Bill Murray, Murray actually awesome. bowled the three tournament winning strikes at the end of Kingpin, the movie Kingpin. <laughs> um, Bill Murray, spoilers. I mean, spoilers. Mm. He bowls the three tournament winning is. strikes at the end. Himself. It's a bowling film. Mm. Okay. Has anyone seen it? He just got three strikes in a row on camera. Yeah, I don't reckon. See, it just says he bowled the three tournament winning strikes at the end of Kingpin, but I reckon how many takes did it take? For each 100. Strike? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like we can all bowl a strike eventually. Mm-hmm. Though it is Bill Murray. It is Bill Murray. Yeah. You're right. So I feel like that's just one of the things he's got tucked away. He's bowled yeah. a 300 once before, probably but, at some yeah, point I in his life. He bowls a 300 every Friday. I feel like this was in the dark period where he's making shit movies. You know, he just had a period where it was just like, no, nah, Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like Robert Williams Kingpin. just made a lot of crap. Um, I can't remember. I don't even think I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it, but I'm getting it confused. I keep picturing um, the big, big Lebowski, Lebowski yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, so I can't picture it, but I feel like I've definitely seen Kingpin like multiple times. Did Am I a lag? I, I, no, uh, not, a, not, at no, no, all, no. not at all. I'm just, well, I was just waiting for Jason to. Yeah, I I, I, I searched for Kingpin and it it came up with bowling centers named Kingpin. Damn it, uh, Kingpin movie. So what is the Kingpin? Because that's obviously where it comes from. I never thought of that before. Which pin is it? it must is be the first front, one. Must be the, the front oh, pin. It, I mean, is a, is it? it is a Farrelly Brothers movie. Yeah. Oh, hello. Starring Woody Harrelson, Randy Quaid, Vanessa Angel, and Bill Murray. There you go. Right. And the poster looks very of its time. <laughs> mm. uh, I've got I've got a mole fact. Uh, the animal, not the, oh, okay. not the, not the skin, skin yeah. problem. Yeah. Uh, moles have <laughs> moles have worm larders where they keep up to one thousand worms. Their saliva paralyzes the worms, and they store their still living prey for later consumption. Oh, shit. Wow, that's Fucking like moles. That's like that's horror good. level torture stuff. den. Yeah. yeah. 
So if you, if ever if anyone was looking for a super villain persona, I the feel mole. like there is a you mole. Do worse than the mole, yeah. I'm, oh, in Incredibles, yeah. yeah. But I feel like they're focusing more on the tunnel digging side of yeah, things, yeah. not the worm larder <laughs> side of things. Yeah. So oh, I reckon you could rebrand the mole as a real. I paralyze people. I keep Horror them film. in storage. Yes, yeah. scarecrow type of character. I'm the mole. <laughs> Come into my larder, said the mole to the worm. <laughs> Humanity is just a bunch of worms. <laughs> <laughs> wriggling about. Larry. Wriggling about at the bottom of a Dan Murphy's car park, waiting, <laughs> waiting for, waiting for me to drip saliva all over them. The worms are screaming. <laughs> oh, there's a new um, there's a new series on Stan. Yeah, is it Clarice? Is that what it's called? Clarice. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and I watched the first episode. Uh, is it good? The other day. It was quite good. It's um, after the first movie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because like I read a year something about after it, or so, or a few years saying, after. yeah, like because I think there's a book that comes after that that everyone fucking hated. Like they, tr- she's treated like absolute shit. Mm. And in this one, I think they're taking a little bit of that because she's a woman and she's young and she's been so successful that all yeah. the powers would be. I don't know. That's all I know. Yeah, that's good. You liked it? Yeah, it was good. Do you know, is Clarice someone we'd know? Or? She's an Australian performer oh. who I think maybe was on, you know, one of our things, Home and Away. I don't know. Right. One of those. Yeah, right. Uh, she sounds she sounds great. The, uh, the <laughs> guy in Incredibles is called The Underminer. Ah. Uh, oh. and, uh, and Marvel Comics does have a Mole Man. Yeah. Mole Man. Yeah. yeah. Is there any paralyzing of victims and storing in larders? That's what I want to know about the mole man. All right, I've could be in the wiki. comics. I've got his wiki up here. Let me let me read. He's got his own wiki. We, we've lost Carl. We've, we've lost Carl. We've lost Jason now. <laughs> we lost Carl ages ago. He's on, he's on a superhero uh, rabbit ago. hole. Um, I've got a I've got a men's prison fact. Oh, my favorite. A surprise inspection of a men's prison in Acapulco. What? You can't have prison in Acapulco. <laughs> well, it feels like this makes sense. It unearthed 100 plasma televisions, two sacks of two sacks of marijuana, wow, two peacocks, 100 <laughs> cockerels for cockfighting, and 25 women. Wow, <laughs> they really they really left it a long time between surprise inspections. Though, <laughs> yeah. I think it sounds like a Pablo Escobar prison. <laughs> it's just that like, whatever I want. <laughs> wow, that's, that sounds better than hotel quarantine. Wow, yeah, 100%. That's uh, well, but is Acapulco? I feel like if you're going to set up a prison in Acapulco, you've got to expect a certain, yeah, yeah, you know, because they're coming in going, Oh my god, this prison's so hard. Like, because the rest of Acapulco is just like party, yeah. Is Acapulco it's, Mexico or Hawaii? I think it's Mexico. Yeah, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's Hawaii. I wouldn't right, count right. out Hawaii, but I definitely I can't lock in Mexico for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's Mexico, Mexico but I yeah. could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, if you're setting up a prison in Acapulco, you've got to you've got to act like a it's a a mole man's worm larder. You've got to allow some wriggle room. Yeah. Wriggle <laughs> <laughs> room, wriggle. <laughs> Very well done. Was that intentional? Carl's just given out uh, uh, gold scar- gold stars today. You've but, got like five like gold stars on your chest. For worms, because worms wriggle. But I don't know if you. But it also fit the way you were saying it. So I don't know if it was accidentally a joke, or if oh, it was I deliberate. S- I set it up exactly, exactly like a joke. I put. I even said that you had to do it like a like a mole man's worm larder. You have to allow some wriggle room. How could that be accidental, Carl? 
I, okay. I, I said, just you're setting up a prison in Acapulco. Okay. You've got to act like a mole man setting up a worm larder and allow some wriggle room. How could that be I, an I accident? Missed, I missed the first bit because I was thinking about, well, could, no, because Acapulco stuck in my head and I just realized in that moment that it was from a, your play, Rick Brown, that I was in called A Piece of Pie. Yeah, and Acapulco no. was one of the answers. No. And it was, I think it was Bridget who, she'd say it in a really funny way. Like, or we all would say it. Like Acapulco. We'd all, yeah, Acapulco. Oh, they would say it. The two of them would say it a mm, lot. Because they like the word. Acapulco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in my head, I've just had Acapulco. And I was like, where is, why is that in my head? And what's it from? And then it clicked. So I, I apologize. I do miss. I'm going to give you two gold stars just for. No, I get none because I tried just to, to work it in there. Some some clever wordplay and and you you ruined it, Carl. All right. I'm sorry. You, um, made, I, me, you made me talk about it, you know. Okay. You made me defend myself. Yeah. You made it horrible. All right. Okay. Horrible. Okay. okay. Watch an interesting right. documentary on binge. Uh, yes, Class Action Park. Um, it is a documentary about a par- theme park in New Jersey that had little to no oversight. Um, oh, <laughs> about yeah, it in the nineteen eighties. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it it is phenomenal. Like it is unbelievable. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, it's worth a look. It's absolutely worth worth a look. But I think like, I read about that. Like the the roller coasters are just like injuries and yeah, they like, they had like a toboggan tracks down an old ski hill, and like people would regularly fly off. And, like <laughs> like four people died at the park wow. over, over the journey. Like it, it's insane. And they had like a German beer hall right next to the go-kart track in Motor World. Like it was <laughs> it yes. was insane. And it was run by teenagers who gave zero fucks. And like <laughs> there was it, yeah, it was phenomenal. But the guy who owned it would just design rides, would just like draw on a napkin and go, <laughs> build this. And then they'd hack something together. And awesome. then he'd get people who worked at the park to test it and they'd lose limbs and teeth and wow. stuff like that. It was acceptable. Yeah, yeah, it was quite amazing. So yeah, check it out if you got binge class action park. Did you guys ever go on the water slides at Emerald Park when they used to be there? Like Emerald Lakes? No. Near, no, near because back. I was always scared because of the urban myths about the razor blades. Oh yeah. I used to always make sure I wasn't the first one down. <laughs> I, I would wait like a certain amount of time. I can't remember what it was. I think I would wait to see the first person come back up. Right. Yeah. And then I'd and then I'd go. Um but yeah, like if you made a chain with people, like you could link up behind each other, you'd get more speed. There was a corner where we where you'd come out. Like I came <laughs> out of it once because we used to go on a camp there, like near the lakes. There was this camp, yeah. like a summer camp called Wombat Corner. Um, <laughs> um, Reliable, good fun. So yeah, I came out with a guy, another guy once. We kind of came out of it and just kind of plops. But there was like four dudes that went down it and w- went into a tree, like just oh, mangled Jesus. into a tree. Had to get taken to hospital and stuff. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, and I've come out on a rainy day. I've come out of the toboggan at Gumbine Park. Oh, yep. Come out of that on a rainy day because you just whoosh, went flying off. Fuck, it's good. There was um, <laughs> <laughs> there there was one slide that was literally like a vertical loop. Like the guy just built it straight down a hill and it goes into a loop. And wow. he started testing it with dummies and the dummies would just wash out the bottom like in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> and then so they made it a bit more gentle and they started testing You need it. to stop they talking because put... I want to watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, stop it. <laughs> What's it called? Class Action Park. Class Action Park. Cool. Awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, it's great. Uh, look, here's a, here's a Three Stooges fact. Curly oh. from the Three Stooges 
would lay down and run around in circles on the floor when he forgot his lines. <laughs> his ability to improvise led directors to have cameras roll freely to let Curly improvise. Writers would leave gaps in scripts as well. I don't know if running around in a circle when you forget your lines <laughs> is necessarily <laughs> improvising. The first time it is. Yeah, the first the time. But time. If that's so your go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like after a while they're like, we get it. You've, <laughs> yeah, yep. You're running like. Yep. No, no. I don't know. It's improvising. It's not. It that's was once. I, that's how I improvise, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I don't think they. I don't think they were leaving gaps to improv. I think they were just like, "There's no point writing lines for him because he won't remember won't them. Remember. He's just going to. He's just yeah. going to run around and spin. <laughs> Why, waste? Why waste our time? Slap his head and mush his face. But I think we should try that next time. Uh, we're doing any scripted work at all. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, we've all been there. We. Yeah. You, you, Maybe the cameras are rolling, the, the crew's anxious. <laughs> yep. um, you, you dry up on the line. Why not Why not curly it? Yep. Apparently, I'm going to try it's it. A, it's a success. It's a successful strategy. And the crew will be like, oh, week. he's done it again. Peter, speaking <laughs> of scripted work, RB, you uh, you were on the TV this week and your series has come onto air. Yes. Uh, on the ABC. Why are you like this? Yeah. Mm. Um, it's mm. all that's available. You can you don't have to wait for it to come on the TV anymore. You can just go straight to the iView app. Is it uh, on? Um, is it a kids show? No, no. Oh, okay. It's yeah. like the Australian it. Broad City, if if you will. Oh wow, okay. Um, right. And it's good fun. I'm in the first two episodes. Nice. Um, it's great. The second episode was the. It's funny because the first episode was the pilot we shot about maybe three years ago. Yeah. So I'm much oh, younger, right. you know, much younger, you know, peppy looking, mm-hmm. fresh faced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then three years pass and we start filming the um we start filming the second episode. Yeah. Mm. Um when the when the series got green lit and we started filming the first scene that we shot was just before it was in March of 2020. Um, so we filmed one scene and then uh, the whole production got shut down for the first lockdown. Yep. Um, and then Melbourne came out of lockdown in, oh, must have been June, June-ish. Everyone had their COVID kilos on. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and um, they uh, and we were allowed to, we were allowed to film again, uh, even though we got, I think Melbourne got locked down not long after that, but we were allowed to film yeah. during that, that second Late lockdown. Late June, early July, yeah, because yeah. we got locked down. The in the second week of July. Yeah, so we started filming in July um, during the second lockdown, and we did the rest of the the rest of the um, of the scenes. And so yeah, so the first the first scene of the second episode um, is in March of 2020 when I when I haven't been in lockdown, and then the rest of the episode is after after I've been in like three four months of lockdown. And so yeah, I'm like, oh gee, I really I really lived it up. <laughs> I'm surprised I still fit into my costume. <laughs> Got my COVID kilos. <laughs> so yeah, you can really see me age in the course of um, two episodes. Um, wow. The first, ep- the first episode shot three years ago yeah. to. Um, uh, just the, the the toll of lockdown in the yeah. course of an episode, and the and the audience is just like, did Rick get stung by a bee? Like between <laughs> this take and the, like, the next take, all over his body, yeah. <laughs> like lots of bees. Yeah, uh, so that's fun to watch. Yeah, oh cool, yeah, I'll really check it fun. Out. Mm. Who yeah, are the but- two? If it's like Broad City, is there like two main women or? Yeah, there's three three main characters, right? Um, and. Yeah, then they're, they're new up and comers. Uh, oh, I think. Oh, nice. 
the main. Here's, here's the, what I know from 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 watching it is I'm not the target audience for this show. No, it's <laughs> it's it's the generation below us. Yes, uh, like maybe Zeds. maybe even two maybe even two generations. Two so generations not millennials below Zeds. us. Yeah, I'd say yeah, it's yeah. Zeds. I read it's a almost about... like it's almost like our eldest children's age, maybe a yeah. little bit a few a few years older than um J- Jason and my my eldest. Yeah. yeah, I read a thing about Gen Zs, and it was about TikTok and Instagram and millennials and Instagram and all that. And but it was just saying that Gen X are the only Gen that Gen Z don't bag. Like they're like fuck you millennials, fuck you boomers. Like, mm. but Gen X is like. You're all right, and it's because okay. and the article saying basically Gen X is the forgotten middle child. Like yeah, no one, yeah. no one. Thinks, it's just like they're just the lost generation. Well, that fits in with the whole generation anyway. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like that's who we are. We're yeah. just like whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Hey, I've been doing this weird thing in February. Yeah, uh, I, I just picked a I picked a month. Uh, feel free to get on board, everyone. I found it quite interesting. Yeah. Um, you can pick any month um, or any time frame. It's up to you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is the I decided um, that for an entire month, I would take every flyer on the street that anyone offered me. Right. Because you know how you're just walking around the street and there's always someone offering flyers here or there and you, your basic default thing is you just ignore them because you're like, yeah. can't be fucked. And then in the middle of a pandemic where there's germs on things, you take flyers yeah. for everyone. Yeah. What are you doing? That's all right. <laughs> I'm in Sydney. I'm in Sydney, mate. We're fine. Um, and so... I thought my default thing is to never take flyers from people yeah. because I, don't, I can't be bothered with the whole interaction and, and nothing. But then I thought I'm gonna I'm gonna spend a month where whenever I see someone hanging out handing out a flyer, I'm gonna go over, I'm gonna grab a flyer. I'm not gonna talk to them or anything. I'm just gonna grab their flyer, and I'm not only gonna grab it, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate what, what the flyer is about. Uh, and so yeah, so this whole month I've been grabbing every flyer. I've been I've been diverting my path. To, to grab flyers. Mm. But I see someone across the street. I'm like, they've got a flyer. I'm going to go grab it. Um, and it's been, <laughs> there's been a wide range of um, stuff. Only only a small, what I've discovered is only a small portion of it is advertising yeah. um, these days. Right. And that could be pandemic related because they're like, there's no fucking point. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it is, it's a lot of political stuff, um, which is interesting. So I've had um, flyers about dismantling the Chinese Communist Party. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, and oh. to sign an online petition, um, I've had one religious one: uh, Muslims for Jesus. Okay, Muslims for Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Um, so. I had some guy was handing out a flyers to drum up business to go and study and work in Canada. That <laughs> and they, they were taking enrollments in April and July. I'm like, there's like, this is. I- Poorly thought out. I'm like, there I don't is even no understand that. Anyone is going to be yeah. heading over to Canada yeah. now, <laughs> like That's in any weird. in any way. But we should spend money on hiring someone to hand out flyers for it. Yeah. But. So this guy's in Australia <laughs> handing out flyers to drum up business for people from a, a relatively COVID-free country to go to Canada, which has you know got its struggles. Yeah. 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 Wow! Look, uh, you know, as Weird. a teenager, when you you know you're delivering newspapers or whatever, you're like, when can I dump these off? Like, surely, if you're handing out flyers for Canadian universities, you re- no one's checking. <laughs> no one's checking. You could probably just you could probably knock off an hour early and just go. Yep, handing them all out. Handed them all out. 
That's uh, why those male drop now, like they're all done by old people because young people are like, because when I was, when I lived in Morty Alley, because there's Morty Creek and it would run by the high school, you'd go by past the high school where the creek was and there'd be boxes in the creek, like yeah. just the flyers. Like people would just be like, thanks, yoink. Yeah. And it makes so it's all old people now. Oh, Rick, sense Rick. for old people to do because they're looking for an excuse to get their steps up as well. Like they're they're at the point of life. Oh, that's so weird. What happened? You just got a little you're lag back. all of a sudden. You're back though. You're back. Yeah. You were looking yeah. at us very strangely, but your vault, but your voice kept going. But you were just yeah. silent and still. It's so weird. God you're damn. Good. Go God again. Damn. That's good. You're good. You're good. Go. Oh uh, yeah. So it makes sense for old people to do it. Because yeah, they're, yeah. they're looking for a reason to go out for a walk at that stage of life. They're like, yeah. I've got to get out there, get my steps yeah. up. Whereas kids, they're they're just looking for a way to cheat the system. Yeah, they're looking yeah. for a way to get some cash and they're go trying to calm a coddle the system. <laughs> I did flyers once and it was awful. Because <laughs> they were like, Oh, you look pretty fit. And then they gave me this thing, and it was like, this is like 20k worth of yeah we had a we had a meeting for our comedy festival show last night uh the return of the secret seven which is liam amor uh amy mull john bocci and myself that's Uh, not seven buckley and amanda buckley there's five that's that's five oh and there's only five of us you need two more classic you need two more Classic. Uh, no, I the, the other in. two is uh, Jaron Y and the audience's imagination. Look under oh, your seats now. Um, magic, and, uh, magic. And so uh, uh, essentially it's just an open long form. Uh, uh, Classic. Uh, improv thing. Um, but uh, we, were, we were talking through logistics and stuff last night and I'm like, do we get flyers? And we're like, who wants to receive flyers in this environment? And also if we get flyers, and the whole thing doesn't go ahead. We're out of pocket for flyers. So yeah, yeah, um, you got to do everything cheap. Everything, so, yeah, minimal so output. Essentially, we're putting <laughs> uh, some QR, some a QR code on a few things, and and that's about it. Maybe that's photo, good. Photocopy some stuff of that and go here. Um, and uh, and maybe the, posters are back. Maybe posters are the new thing. Yeah, well, people will look at them and go. So we're putting a QR on the poster as well. So that's a great idea because then you get in. into people's phones and then yeah. it's it's there like. So if anyone is optimistic enough nice. to uh, buy uh, early bird tickets, um, <laughs> then uh, they're fully refundable, I should say, fully refundable. Okay. Yeah, uh, I feel but, like it's. I feel like buying patterns are going to be very much last minute. Yeah. Uh, even yeah, more yeah. so than normal, I would um, say. But we have reduced. How capacity. many pre-bookings? None. We have, we have reduced capacity at the uh, Butterfly Club, uh, which is where we're at. Uh, you, you go to the Butterfly Club website, look it up, because we have um, early bird ticket sales on now until the first of March. So if you're in Melbourne and you want to come see the show, it'll be a cracker. Are they letting you have cheaper tickets than they usually do at the Butterfly Club just because nope. of pandemic? Oh, nope. Come on, Butterfly Club. Uh, really? So, uh, so this is the cheapest you'll get them, though. They're about $25 for an adult um, and uh, uh, and, the, and then student prices on top of that. So if you're interested in seeing the show, they're fully refundable. But between now and the 1st of March, uh, book them. Take a chance. Early. Support the arts. Yeah. Please. Will you be putting it on Zoom? Can I just watch it from my house? No, you can't. Oh, I'm used. To, I watched Jason's show that he did with a whole bunch of Canadians and Americans uh, yeah. the other day, um, and it was great and it was awesome. And I didn't have to leave my house. And I just <laughs> sat in bed with my iPad, and I'm like, "This is yeah. the future." This whole pandemic is suiting Carl very, very well. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, murder I, village is on sale as well, uh, which I'm doing. Uh, there's been a murder, uh, and uh, and that is all that always sells out. So if you're keen for that, get get on board. Mm. So we've seen all the cancel no- notices, like Gina Carano 
from um, the Mandalorian has been cancelled. She's done because she's really right wing, it turns out, and has been putting out like a stream of tweets and anti-mask stuff and all these uh, things. No. And they were like, but Disney came out and said she doesn't have a contract with us, but we won't be working with her in the future. Right. But they were looking at, because The Mandalorian's been like massive, they're, they're having spin-offs come out, yeah, yeah. like the Boba Fett thing. And there's going to be, I think there was going to be one about the drop shock troopers or whatever right. she was that she was probably going to be the lead in and now she's done. She's finished. Oh, I have to look into it, but I feel like you should have you should have to do more than like than be right wing and be anti-mask to get cancelled, surely. It's been well cancelled. I don't know if the society's cancelled her, but she's done in terms of that TV been, show and, yeah. and not coming back and not getting her own show and stuff. But I think it's been a quite a long sure. All right. It's not like she said one thing and they're like, you're I'll done. Look, it's I'll, like, look, I'll look into it. But, yeah, um, yeah, I do have a Star just, Wars. I've got a Star Wars fact. All right. The Star Wars Cantina song is a genre called jizz. <laughs> and the players are, are jizz whalers. Jesus. Jizz whalers. So that jizz Cantina whalers. song, it's, it's jizz a nice whalers, bit of jizz. Sperm jizz whalers. whalers. I'm going <laughs> to open up Spotify now and see if it's a, uh, <laughs> see if jizz is a genre, and it has a playlist called This Is Jizz. Yeah. Okay. Jizz Whalers. And while you're doing that, the other person is all the, have you seen all the shit coming out about Joss Whedon? Like it's just. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is there more stuff? Yeah. Uh, like Basically the, the dam has birth. Yep. So there's the guy who was cyborg in Justice League who made complaints but was very unspecific. So everyone was going, oh, he just sounds a bit crazy. And then yeah. Carisma Carpenter came out with a really detailed version of what had happened to her with him. Like she got pregnant and he was basically like, you're going to keep it. And, and then her character from Buffy through Angel developed yeah. into this really sort of strong yes. character, strong woman and stuff. And I haven't seen it, but I, I, I guess it's not a spoiler anymore. But if you want to see it, block your ears now. But the way that her character is written out of the show is – that her, have you seen it, Rick? Yeah, I've, I've yeah. seen it. Like she dies in childbirth, and every, and there was uproar at the time about the way she was taken out of the show. She was pregnant. That was, and he's saying she like you're trying to destroy the show, like just awful stuff. And now all these other people are coming out. Michelle yeah. Trachtenberg came out and was like, "Well, I'll just say this: there was a rule that uh, he wasn't allowed to be alone in the room with me. Like there was a rule <laughs> on set because she was like a teenager. Yeah. yeah, and so you know." Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's very, and so it just keeps coming out. David Boreanaz, if that's how you say his name, yeah. has come out. Um, uh, Buffy, what's her name? What's Sarah, her Michelle. name? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, she hasn't said anything ever, and she came out and said stuff as well. Like, I, I'm Michelle, I'm happy to be associated with the name Buffy. I don't want to be associated with the name Joss Whedon. I support all victims, and you know, and she's been really quiet forever about yeah. stuff. Yeah. So she's even saying stuff, and it's like well, it's, her, it's her only gravy train. I'd say at this stage, she's probably yeah. True. So she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to kill the the gravy train. So she's trying to. Pres- I guess she's trying to work it so the Buffy. Brand Buffy survives. is still a thing, yeah, yeah. She's, she's separating Buffy from uh, from Joss. Joss. She's trying yeah. to disconnect that so that the so that the um all the convention side of things and the all of the Buffy related you know now I have, can go on. I have yeah. I've searched uh, jizz in uh, in Spotify, Spotify, which will forever be part of my search history in Spotify. Now, <laughs> thank you very much. 
Uh, so I'm sorry to my family who also share my Spotify. Uh, and uh, there is a couple of uh, playlists put together, not official ones, uh, called Jizz Jazz slash Slacker Rock. No, um, that's a different thing. Is it? Oh, it's got to be. Slacker Rock is Jizz Jazz. very far from Cantina. Well, there's Cantina-looking people in the... All right. In the... Mm. Anyway, uh, we'll we'll look into it. But there's no official um, thing. The top hit is "Jizz in My Pants" from Maloney Island. Ah, oh, of course, makes oh, sense. I looked up. I just typed in "Jizz Whaler" to ah. um to Spotify, and there's a "Jizz Whaler" playlist. Okay, "Jizz Whaler." Oh, there you go. There's a song called "Jizz Whaler Blues." Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a whole yeah "Jizz Whalers." That's that's the search you so, want to make. Not just never jizz. search just "Jizz." Never search. <laughs> Just jizz. That's a that's a how that's about a this mistake. recommendation? <laughs> Learn it the hard way. Just jizz. Just jizz. <laughs> that's where I get my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Those creamy, creamy pants. But the, uh, the, the short look. The long story short, grab some flyers. That's all I'm saying, people. Yep. Spend some time grabbing some flyers. Understand. Make sure you sanitize <laughs> them before and after. I got one more just waiting thing to say. I read an interesting take on it because it's like oh can you watch Buffy and all this sort of stuff and saying to not watch something like something that you've enjoyed previously and stuff is to give one person too much power in that situation like that show had actors and production and amazing writers it had a whole bunch of stuff it wasn't just him who did every single thing on that show so it's like which was an interesting take because it's like, oh, can I watch that now? Can I watch House of Cards now that we know that Kevin Spacey's a douche? And it's like a, I was like, oh, that's a cool way to look at stuff, I think. Mm. I, but I almost think oh, it's harder now to because Joss Whedon created and was in charge of Buffy. It makes yeah, it yeah. harder. And, and, you know, and now you know what was going on behind the scenes. And yeah. It makes it harder to enjoy. Her as a feminist icon. No, and, just just yeah. that. just Everything. Now, when you're watching Angel, the the storyline, you know, all the stuff with Charisma Carpenter, it how can you enjoy that as a piece of art when you know that there was there was malice behind the the very yeah, creation yeah. of those storylines and yeah and, and bloody blah. So, but I haven't seen Angel, and I'm not going to watch it because I'm just like, oh, fuck, because exactly that exact reason. But yeah, it's, it's not going to diminish my love of Buffy back yeah. then. But also, I don't think I'd want to watch it now either because you said that you said, oh, you know, what's his name? The guy who's just a tool in the show. I've forgotten all the character names. Xander. The- Xander. Oh, yeah. Um, like that he just that he's a douche when you rewatch it and stuff. And it's like, yeah. oh, I don't want to I don't want to watch that now because it's gonna I have that really uh, cool idea of how the show was in my the Scooby Gang and all that. And now I don't want to watch it with different eyes in a different era where we're much more aware of stuff and going, oh, well, God. But maybe you owe it to yourself to I watch it, to see the truth. You need to, <laughs> you need to stare into the, the bowl of water and see yourself. <laughs> you are Xander Carl. You are that douche. Uh, you need and to then accept like- yourself. Is if he is a douche when you watch it, is he just the conduit for Joss Whedon to put his, you know, yeah, vileness out there. It kind of feels a bit like that when you're watching it a little bit. Right. Yeah. And also then season six, which was like, you know, the realistic season and, you know, there's no big monster in that. It's like, the you know, people with a gun and all that sort of stuff. It's like all the shit that Buffy and Spike and how awful that is, is awful now for a different reason. It's like, mm. oh, just like he wants to like abuse her. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I feel like something like House of Cards where the actor 
is, you know, brought into question, doesn't affect the show as much as the the Buffy thing affects the show mm. because he's true. It's yeah, it's much more a reflection of the whole show is a reflection of him or is affected by how we see him, I guess. And LaBeouf as well, he's done as well, I reckon. She again? just you can't kill them. He's pretty Teflon though, isn't he? Like yeah, again. He's set like, himself what up. What happened this time? Uh, I, can't keep just, up. I think Twigs. I don't know who these people are now. Um, I think, TK I know, Twigs or something has come out, and it's like, but it's systemic like abuse of this right, right. of his partner, where she's you know like he would say that she he wasn't even she wasn't even allowed to look at men, you know, right. and he would abuse the shit out of her and just call her, you know, like it was just. Psychological control and stuff. All right, he might have gone too far. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That might be. But he's done this thing where before anything could happen, he's said, I'm taking a break from acting. So he's going to disappear for a while. He's left his agent so he couldn't be fired by his agent. So he, he's he's cut off all the things where they where people come out and go, we've cut, he's, we don't represent him anymore and all that. He's done all of it himself. Like it's obviously Classic been. LaBeouf, he'll well, be back. Well, well managed and now he'll be, at some point, he'll sort of come back in an indie film and apologise for being a douche and. But it sounds like it's pretty. It's just been going on forever with a bunch of different people. It's going to be in a so. two-man show with Kevin Spacey, directed by Joss Whedon. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. huge. Amazing! It's going to be amazing. We called haters. Um, look, <laughs> the eyes of a mantis shrimp carry sixteen types of color receptive cones, whereas humans only have three types. Wow, wow. they all all types of color. Mantis so like, shrimp. So they can probably see like that phosphorescent color underwater. You know that craziness. So they can. Wow, that's crazy. Mate, when they look at the rainbow, they're seeing shitloads more than we are. <laughs> Seven colours. Still can't see a net, can they? <laughs> <laughs> the one colour. Net. <laughs> that's an awful uh, joke. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry, it's man. All right. I'm sorry, no, no, no. That's up there with Rick Brown. <laughs> I got a star. Yes. You get, you get two stars. For daring take on the might of Rick Brown. <laughs> Well, you didn't make him deconstruct his joke and explain. That was, I was having an epiphany. <laughs> God uh, damn it. Uh, anyone got anything else to add before we wrap up for I've got this week? One more thing um, about dying. Uber, whose value keeps going up, have never made money in 12 years. Like they've constantly lost like billions. They're right. losing like their last report. And so they twist everything. So it's like, everyone's like, oh yeah, that looks pretty good. Cause they want to be like the Amazon of transport. Yeah. But they're making money by selling off everything that they've bought. And they're just, and their model is unsustainable and they can't explain to anyone how they're going to make money in the future. But, <laughs> and so then there was, cause yeah, well, they, they were into flying cars and yeah, shit. And they're yeah. like, no, oh, we've had to sell it off. Cause they're, they're just losing. And because of the, um, pandemic, pandemic, they've lost a whole bunch of money. Yeah, but yeah. then they're going, we've made so much money on delivering. It's gone up 900% and all this stuff. Right. But they're just, it's so like completely they, unsustainable. Are they a bit like Borders bookshops where they came, uh, dominate the market, and everyone's like, well, this is the end. Yeah. This is the death of traditional bookshops or whatever. And then all of a sudden yeah. they're like, actually, then they admit, well, we're not making money. We've got to close. Sorry, bye. Yeah. I, I reckon um, that's probably exactly what it is. Yeah. So will Uber end up just being like a Uber Eats, like a, will it yeah, just a meal be a delivery system. thing, and not a not a taxi disruption anymore? And taxis will just be left alone in the in the rubble. One thing that because it was this guy who, because they released their statements, their annual reports, and all that sort of stuff, and press look at them quickly and go, oh, cool, and write, you know, Uber's looking good. But this guy goes in and actually looks through everything and pulls it all apart and all that sort of stuff, and he's like, they've got about two years of cash left. 
Um, but their thing is they'll just people will throw money at them. And one of the theories is conspiratorial sort of thing, that they all they are is like a spear, the tip of the spear that's going in and destroying regulation wherever they go. And then at a certain point, they're like the army that takes over, you know, the castle and yeah. everything. And, the, and then the, the, the powers that be come in and say, hey, fuck off, army, we're done with you now. And they'll just be like, look at all this unregulation that we've got to be, yeah, yeah. to play in and stuff now. And it's like, oh, wow. It was the taxi so mafia all it. along. <laughs> but they're fun. Like, it's like these huge people and big hedge funds and things are funding the money, channeling money into the stock. And, you know, when it comes to seed rounds, they're putting money into it and stuff. Because it's just like a wrecking ball going through and fucking everything that goes yeah. through it. Like it's like, oh, that's an interesting take. Mm. Fucking big lock it farmer. in. You heard it here first, possibly <laughs> yeah. second, depending Ooh. on what podcast you listen to. Definitely, <laughs> definitely first. Yeah, <laughs> keeping it truthful. And that was the Spark Finance report. That was the last <laughs> episode of Spark ever recorded when they all died in mysterious Uber accidents. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Um, sweet. Well, thank you very much for tuning in. Again, apologies for almost dying last week and missing the episode. Happy oh, birthday, so Luca Jason. Speaking of birthdays and deaths and things, it's the one-year anniversary of my mum's dying. Oh, oh happy yeah. No, not happy. Um, All right. I think, I, yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. It is what it is. I've had a really weird week because I fucked my, I said to you, Jay, earlier oh, yeah, yeah, week, yeah, we didn't I, get, I wrecked get on my, to that. I woke up on Monday morning and I'm like, oh, cool. I'm about, and I get up. I'm kind of just sitting up reading in bed and then I look to the left and I'm like, oh, like really bad pain in my neck. And then I'm just, and then I'm like, oh, that'll go away. It's like when you click a nerve or something and it's like, oh, oh okay, it's dissipating now. And it didn't go away. And then I got out of bed and it's like, it's behind my ear, down the left-hand side of my spine, oh. down the inside of my shoulder blade, in the top of my left butt cheek and in the arch of my left foot. And I'm like, oh, and it's like, I haven't done anything. I don't know why this has happened. Did you have ants on you? Yeah. Mm, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> lots, lots, and lots of ants. Mm. Um, but um, was that your improv training kicking in? Because you were about to say no because you wanted to be honest, and then you went, "Wait a minute, <laughs> what I've do got I to do? say yes." What do I do? <laughs> Rick, if his improv training was kicking in, he'd be on the ground now, going. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to man in Russia. <laughs> um, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, that's a Russian man. If you don't oh, we got it. On the we got it. Okay, okay. Don't need to explain it. Okay. I was going to give you a star, but you, now, now you don't get one. Oh. But I've, um, but I've, I'm still sore. I can do most things now, but it's still there. But it's a weird one because you know if you strain a muscle, you can kind of. It's like when you look away from that muscle. So if it's in my right, in my left, sort of part if i look to my right that's when it hurts this one hurts when i try and put my left ear to my left shoulder like a yeah. like a mm. compression thing which I'm we're like, always trying to do the amount of times i have to put my left ear to my left shoulder in just everyday life it's the worst. hey hey when you haven't got your headphones and your hands full and you need to answer the phone that's exactly what you do i mean that's true that's a hundred <laughs> um, but i don't i don't take medication or anything like that movies like i'll take some um Voltar and like 25 milligrams or something. I was like, yeah. oh, I don't want to, I don't want to. Anyway, I ended up taking it. She goes, how is it? I was like, it's still sore. She goes, take another one. And I take, so I've got two of them. And I'm like, this is pretty good. Because mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't take Panadol if I get a headache. I haven't had anything like that for years. And I'm like, but it was weird. I wasn't like stoned and I wasn't, I was kind of just calm. And then the next day she goes, take two more. And I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> Carl's got a prescription drug addiction now. Was, yeah, yeah, guys, gotta go, gotta go. Uh, um, but it was like I could look at the wall for two hours and I'd just be <laughs> and I'd be content. What a wall! But I, but I think that combined with I, the that's the not pain. a wall. That was a television, Carl. Yeah. You were looking at the television. You're looking at a wall moving in front the of the wall. Was a television. That wall looks like Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so I think all those things combined, and then get coming up to knowing that it was my mum's death. It was an odd week, you know, mm-hmm. and also kind of started with going, "Why the fuck is Jason in the hour?" You know, like what's yeah, going yeah. on? Like it's his birthday. Don't die on your birthday. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was been it's been a strange week, and then we had the home learning and the lockdown, and on the second day of lockdown, I fucking lost it at Alexander. Oh, just damn like, it, just. Dumb, like dumb losing. I hate that. You know? Yeah. Like, if you don't want to do the work, just fucking leave and go work in a factory now and that'll be your life. <laughs> like, just like, <laughs> and it's coming in my mouth and it's like, don't say, why are you saying this? Like, <laughs> but I can't help it. Yeah. Um, so you yeah. had to apologize and buy him book and <laughs> get him a job in a factory. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They're hard to come by these days. Factory it jobs. Is. You stole my job, Alexander. <laughs> Um, so yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's weird. I think we'll probably do something on the weekend for it. And yeah. But it's I don't know. It's one of those. It's it's not like I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like life, you know. Just it stops, goes yeah. on. This happens. That happens. So I haven't been like in the corner boiling my eyes out or anything. Mm, so yeah, yeah. That's that's the catch, week. Catch those tears in a bowl. Then look at yourself in <laughs> those tears. Oh, looking at yourself in a. Bowl of tears. And rub those tears on your neck and it'll it'll be great. Yeah. It'll finish. I think that sounds like a genre on um Spotify. Bowl tear music. Tear bowl music. <laughs> I had Jizz you know, bowl, bowl music. Jizz bowl whale music. You know how Spotify uh, goes, you know, here's a playlist for you uh, you might be interested in. The other day yeah. it threw up a, a playlist to me. I had a, a forlorn-looking young man on it with uh, hair over his face and it was called Sad Boy. S A D B O I B O I Sad Boy Sad Boy Sad Boy Hours. That's what that's what Spotify wanted me to listen to, and I'm like, oh. you know what? I've been a Sad Boy in the past. I feel like you could be right uh, into Sad Boy Hours. Uh, and so I, uh, I I downloaded the playlist and I put it on, and it's not for me, guys. Sad Boy. <laughs> no, really? it's a, it's it's. I don't mind the tunes, but it's all kind of auto tuned stuff. Yeah, it seems to be part of the genre. And I'm admit just it, not when you listen to it, it made you sad. You were like, oh, this, me music, this music <laughs> no, it made be me disappointed oh. more than anything. Yeah, <laughs> it, it could be, it should be called Disappointed Boy. Uh, but, Are they yeah. sad because they used to be fuck boys and now they're just sad boys? I don't know. Because it all they didn't pan out well it for them. Pan out for them. And I think but, that's just how that, that's their angle to be a fuck boy is by being a sad, a sad boy. Sad boy. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, it's the way in. I'm such a sad boy. Come I'm a sad me. boy. And the only thing that can kill me is fucking. <laughs> Look at me. I'm in my fluorescence. Uh, so, yeah. So this week, let's do our sad boy research. Uh, and, sad uh, boy. And rank each other on the sad boy scale next week. Sad boy ASMR. <laughs> I'm so sad right now. I'm so sad. I'm so I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it is? It sounds yeah. like Toluvian fruit singing. Uh, uh, hang on, I'll play some. Sad boy uh, Toluvian. I'll play, us, I'll play us out with Toluvian? something in a sec. I'll share my screen. I'll put on the sad boy playlist. A, can you turn your head to the side, Rick so I can see how long your hair is? Yeah. Nice. How's your show going while, we, while Jason's doing that? 
pretty good. Yeah. yeah it's, You're it's, still into it? Not bored of it? No, it's going. It's, it's um at the moment the the stage manager gives me a random word that I have to work into my um, oh, nice. my Fine. opening. Good. And nice. the the entire backstage and front of house crew is they they're all on board. Like they're on comms and they're like, "What's the yeah. word? What's the uh, word?" Nice, nice. <laughs> and they and they score me out of ten. So that's that's what stage of the production we're in at the moment. That's <laughs> cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. And then I one remember day those games go, from long runs. What's the word? And we're like. Oh. <laughs> and then you'll have to go listen to sad boy music yeah i'll be right. in a sad boy house <laughs> uh, here, we, here we go i'll just skip through a couple so you can you can get a sense of it and we don't get picked up by the sky robots uh here we go sky robots uh here so that's oh the- <laughs> look at that picture look at that sad boy <laughs> that dude looks like he's a sad boy from the 1970s but i that's- really want to fuck him like it's- <laughs> <laughs> okay <gasps> are you getting that Yes. Yep. Cool. It's quiet. It's is called it? calling my phone. Oh Jesus! Why is it? So I mean, it's quiet. sad boy hours. Listen to skip the- it. Skip ahead, dude. Get to the uh, guts of the song. You get that? Yeah, that's better. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Without you, I can't believe that you would have believed me. Fuck all your Shit, you know I didn't mean it. Oh, I like yeah. that song. That's like the big one direction. Yeah, it was big. My money always lost. You left me here, but now you always pay. So it's that old. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, good. I mean, like that post, that wallflower, no, sunflower song. Yeah. That's at the start of um, It's a Spider Verse. Yeah. I love that song just because when he's trying to sing it, he doesn't know the words. <laughs> so, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. So it's all that kind of genre, not quite right. the sad boy music I, I had in. Uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate sad boy. So, uh, I could, yeah. I could find a set. Yeah. When sad boy AI hours is the playlist. So. That it knows me enough, it'll know when to play it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. with my title and my, you know, Super mm. dense music streams. I think Sad Boy could be my jam. Oh, so Sad Boy's <laughs> just getting all the sounds, <laughs> getting all the echo, all the auto tune in your ears. Mm. In octophonic sound, <laughs> octophonic sound. All right, thanks very much for tuning in this week, listeners. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be here. Just happy to be here. Lovely to chat. Been alive. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to chat to you. Don't take a second for granted. You could die in a Dan Murphy's car park. That's the lesson for today. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, I had a lovely day. Really great to see your faces, lads. And uh, we'll talk again next week. See ya. Deconstruct my jokes, holy doolies. <laughs>